begins again. And what's up on you hoodins out there? It's another morning of biker news, and do we have a show for you today? Lots going on in the biker world. We got stories on the Mongols, Banditos, and also a free cop today. If y'all already haven't done it, go ahead and subscribe to all our platforms. And don't forget, HooliganBiker.com. You'll get all my crazy thoughts over there as we're talking about everything in the biker scene. Thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate it, I appreciate it. Anyway, let's get to our stories for today. Okay, right now we got first on top of the news out of StockDailyDish.com. And this story I cannot confirm because this is the only source I've been able to find this on. But if it's true, what a day in the biker community, let me tell ya. Court says jury cannot strip the Mongols a biker club of its trademark logo. As many people know, the Mongols were recalled as a whole club. How that happens, I don't know because I thought you had to be guilty of a crime, but I guess, I guess, I'm uh, I'm just guessing, okay, here? Just guessing. I'll say it a million times, but don't you have to be found guilty of uh, participating in uh, organized crime to be recoded? But, hey, what do I know, right? Anyway, this was posted by an SDD contributor on November 26th. Again, I haven't been able to find any other news, but I will be looking at it. And everybody knows that this is, uh, you know, the original case is where the jury found him guilty, blah, blah, blah. Then the judge didn't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. The prosecutor appealed it, whatever. Anyway, the Los Angeles-based Mongols Motorcycle Club will not be stripped of its trademark logo anytime soon. After a federal judge essentially overruled a jury's decision to deprive the group of its collective symbol. U.S. District Judge David O'Carter in Santa Ana said Thursday the jury ruling violated club members' First Amendment rights to free association and expression and their Eighth Amendment protection against excessive penalties. Oh my God, we got a judge who knows what they're talking about. But how much you want to bet? Just how much you want to bet that the prosecutors are now going to go appeal again? And I wouldn't be surprised if this ended up in the, you know, U.S. Supreme Court, which then we have to worry a little bit because it's a mostly conservative court. And as you know, conservatives are more hard on crime and all that blah, blah, blah than, you know, the judges out west. So you got to wonder. Anyway, he goes on the quote, it is beyond the question that the judgment has a legitimate interest in attacking the economic roots of a criminal organization like the Mongols Nation. Carter wrote in his 51-page ruling, but he said forcing the club to forfeit its rights associated with the symbol the group has used since 1969 is, quote, unjustified and grossly disproportionate. I bet that freaking prosecutor, man, he's like, uh, you know, 
crap in his pants or something, or he's steamed and he's going up in the corner winking his pecker because that's how mad he is. Anyway, in January, a jury in Aina agreed with federal prosecutors to strip the Mongols of its logo, an image of goateed Genghis Khan-like figure wearing sunglasses and a ponytail riding a chopper. Before the club name, prosecutors that the Mongols are a criminal gang and their logo is central to their outlaw identity, which they wear like armor. And it, you know what? There's also an interesting story on HarleyLiberty.com where an ex-detective of the Strike Force Raptor out in Australia just came out and said, by the government and their positions and laws that they pass, that it's no help to them. Now, you know, they might want to learn this in the United States once you take patches and stuff you do not know what's going on or you know any of that now law enforcement and this has actually been brought up on uh, one of our comments over on YouTube well then the gangs don't know each other oh my god are you serious everybody knows each other in the lifestyle anybody you know come on that's just an excuse to take somebody's rights away but even in Australia they're now saying that it's not helping them at all which I already knew it wouldn't. Anyway, a month earlier, again, uh, it convicted the leadership, the Mongol nation, of racketeering and conspiracy charges associated with drug dealing and violent crimes by individual members. Now, again, like I brought up earlier, I don't know how the hell they're going to convict the whole nation of racketeering. Uh, club leaders say their group is not a criminal operation and that any crimes committed were committed were the work of rogue members who had been expelled from the organization. Attorneys for the Motorcycle Club say the judge's ruling was a case of government overreach. You think? I'm just guessing, but you think? Anyway, quote, it's an attempt at collective guilt, which in the United States ain't legal, by the way, which has never been the law here in this country. Mongols attorney Joe Yanni said, or Yanni, as quoted by the quote, you don't hold people guilty or punish folks simply because they know people that may be related in some fashion to people who are alleged to have done something wrong. That's like a tongue twister like there, right, man? You know, that's just like when they brought up in that impeachment hearing. I'm not getting political here. But when Jim Jordan went, well, he said, she said, her mother said, you know, it was funny as hell. You have to see that. Anyway, Carter's ruling is spot on, said Marsha Genter, an intellectual property attorney in Washington, D.C., Quote, the judge recognizes that although intangible property may be subject to the seizure of forfeiture, a trademark, particularly a collective membership mark, is a unique type of property tied both to actual use and the goodwill it symbolizes. That just doesn't fit in this particular circumstance with the remedy the government seeks. Now, this was a trademark lo logo, and we've always talked about how trademark law is a lot different, and right there sums it basically up. Prosecutors have been trying to seize control of the Mongols logo. That was the same year that nearly 80 members were convicted for a series of drug and assault crimes. Now, that is like way back in time, but they just been keep doing and doing. What I think they're doing is they're trying to outspend the Mongols and try to get them to shut down and stuff but they're all caught up on their fines so it's just a prosecutor out there to try to show his balls that's all i think uh if you didn't know the Mongols were founded in 1969 by a group of latino men 
and have long and sometimes violent rivalry with other biker clubs such as the Hells Angels. Now, I'm also going to be doing a video about this, about how a lot of these wars and why they're ongoing and started and uh, all that kind of stuff, and maybe some of the reasons behind it, just my opinions. So, be on the lookout for that uh, video and that uh, segment here on Motorcycle Madhouse. Anyway, we are going to get into our next story is an ex-firefighter linked to Bandito Biker Club fights to get his job back. Now, this is insane. How do you go after a firefighter who is just part of a motorcycle club? Well, down in Texas, as you know, they are crazy. They're local down there. They do not believe in civil rights. You know, I don't know what the hell is going on with law enforcement down there, but I always thought Texas was hardcore, you know, constitution. But since the Waco incident with Twin Peaks, they've been a little out there hot and bothered and now they get a hard-on every time they see a member of a motorcycle club. They pull them over for the stupidest reasons. Then, you know, they even go and try to take uh, CCW licenses away from uh, legitimate card holders. That way they can just put a gang enhancement on their uh, record. But that's Texas. But anyway, let's get into this story by Kristen Hoppe out of the Waco Tribune. And I love the Waco Tribune, man, uh, because they're always presenting facts. They never give freaking you know opinions and stuff at least not tommy witherspoon man he did great covering the story with the banditos and the kazakhs at that uh a Waco uh, shooting. Anyway, a Waco firefighter who has lost his job and part of his ties to the Banditos Outlaw Motorcycle Club is fighting to be reinstated, saying he was unjustly terminated four years ago. Bill Dudley, a 13-year veteran with the Waco Fire Department, 13 freaking years he's been there, and they pull this. I, you know what? Is it Abel Reyna or something? I don't know. Maybe he's got a lot of butt buddies there in Waco that still want to cause guys that are affiliated with clubs problems. It's not like, you know, you guys had to let go 100 and something people, drop all the cages, all only took one to trial, and you lost that in a mistrial. So, you know, but they got to keep going on. It's like the Democrats going after this president, man. They just never stop. You know what? Stop while you're ahead. That's what I always say. Anyway, uh, he testified in an all-day hearing Tuesday in a third-party uh, arbitration review of his termination in October of 2015. He was arrested during his traffic stop in Tarrant County on the 20, uh, 2015 and charged with unlawful carrying an unconcealed weapon in his truck. Crowley police ran a safety check on Dudley and found that the Texas Department of Public Safety flagged him as a member of the Banditos, which DPS classify as a criminal street gang. Now, how the hell do you do that? You know, I know because I, when I was in the clubs, it was always on me, that gang affiliation crap. But how do they just go and ain't that against the First Amendment? Uh, you know, any of the constitutional scholars out there, get your comments into the sections on this because, you know, this is this is messed up, man, that the government can just do this. Uh, it, it goes on, the arrest occurred five days before a deadly shootout at Twin Peaks in Waco between the Ditos and rival Kazakhs Motorcycle Club. 
Quote, it is my opinion that they used a Twin Peaks incident to fire me, Dudley said in the hearing. I believe they used things outside the statue for punishment. You think? I did not do anything that traffic stops that showed poor morale character. I did everything the officers asked me. You know, see, with Leo, you know, they're supposed to be tight with firefighters, but they'll turn on firefighters in a heartbeat, and this is a freaking, you know, story in and of itself on how, why they do it. Dudley 37 said he was a former member of the support club for the Banditos and wanted to start a new chapter of the Banditos near his home in Burleson. He said he was considered a Banditos recruit for several months, but he left active membership in the clubs after he was injured in a Fort Worth bar shootout involving Banditos in 2014. His lieutenant, president of the Waco Professional Firefighters Association, Local 478, sat with Dudley in support during Tuesday's hearing. And you know what? If his guys that he's going to put his life in danger with support him, who are these politicians to override that? You know, these politicians do a lot of talking, but they never do a lot of doing. All they want to do, it's just like Eddie Gallagher. You can remember we interviewed his brother, and thank God Trump, he pardoned uh, Gallagher, and the Navy was trying to, you know, have retribution because they didn't like it. And, you know, Eddie's going to keep his uh, trident and get his retirement. Thank God uh, that we had somebody stick up for him. He said he is a friend of Dudley and said he would have no hesitation serving with Dudley on any call for service within the department. Uh, the Texas State Association of Firefighters and the Waco Professional Association of Firefighters want to make sure that firefighter Bill Dudley receives all he is entitled to under our civil service rights as firefighters pursuant to the Texas Local Government Code. Well, first they have to have... Uh, and I'm not talking about the firefighters, because everybody knows I support them. But uh, the local governments, what kind of code do they have, man? They're just a bunch of politicians out there with their hand out, and they want retribution against this guy. Anyway, uh, the arbiter Thomas Sapella with the American Arbitration Association oversaw uh, their hearing and her testimony from city staff, Crowley Police, and current Waco firefighters and friends. Oh, you can bet uh, what they said to the cops anyway. Uh, the city presented its claims that Dudley was fired for the Crowley arrest as well as not obeying rules and regulations, being absent from work without good reason. Failing to notify the department within 24 hours of his arrest, using poor judgment. You notice how, you know, and it goes on and on, and I got the link in the show notes for all you guys on this story. But you know when something happens, how they cover their butts, they always say it's a disgruntled employee, or they push all these charges out on them. And if I was him, I'd get, hey, where's my written uh, write-ups and stuff that we had this problem? Did I have counseling in session? Whatever it is, let me know. But no, they always bring this stuff in the news that way they can control the narrative going out to the civilians anyway let's go into this next one oh my god a georgia deputy who uh taught internet safety for you know children is arrested on child molestation damn. you're right damn man and this is by claire helm and everybody and why is it with leo what is it man they're always arrested for sex crimes are you kidding me 
damn, man. You know, what's wrong with you freaks? You know, you can't get any... Oh, wait a second. That's why I know that you guys want to go out there throw on those three-piece because you got to feel like real men. You know, maybe you might get something then. But, you know, this sexual stuff, uh, Paulding County, Georgia from WGXA, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation says a Georgia deputy has been charged with child molestation. That's what I say to this guy. But anyway, GBI agents arrested 48-year-old Paulding County Deputy Steve Sorrellis on November 25th for two counts of child molestation in violation of oath of office. You think? You think he uh, went against his oath of office? The Paulding, uh, Paulding County Sheriff's Office asked the GBI to investigate Sorrellis on November 14th based on allegations that he had sexual contact with a child. When the investigation was going on, he was a detective assigned to the Juvenile Investigative Division at Paulding County Sheriff's Office. He was immediately put on administrative leave. I say throw him in the back where the parents can just get at his ass. Uh, at the beginning of the investigation, was fired upon his arrest. The GBI says rallies has been booked in the Paulding County Jail. If you guys uh, are in that jail, give him hell, man. Give him hell. Uh, a Facebook post uh, shows uh, he had been with the agency since December 2015th and February 28th. He helped teach Internet Safety Day to children at Rock Mark Middle School. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, man, it, it seems like every time you hear a Leo getting arrested, it's for either, tr uh, you know, messing around with a kid or, you know, some sexual type of deal. Like, what is with you freaks? Really? It's bad enough you walk around like you're God Almighty with your badges and stuff, but then you can't even get arrested for, you know, a, a respectable crime. Let's just put it that way. Now, I can see if you're on the take and stuff, or you're doing this and doing that, because, hey, everybody knows that cops do this stuff. You know, I've seen it firsthand, trust me, in the old days. Anyway, but you have to go out and do something like that really what kind of man are you you know what kind of man are you i say let the parents you know torture them torture them man because that's all they deserve they don't deserve to live not people that mess around with children are you kidding me they're weak individuals and they ain't even human beings at that point when you gotta mess with a kid that is just my opinion on the subject it really is but i also hope that the bandito down in uh texas gets his job back because you know what firefighters you're awesome and you know if the story is true about the mongos uh patch thing uh we're gonna be looking for more information on that so i'll let you know uh when we get it but Hopefully it's uh, good because that would be good for the whole scene because, you know, it just started with the Mongols. It could go and roll downhill, man. But with that, hopefully you guys enjoyed the segment. Let me know what you guys think. Don't forget to visit us over on HarleyLiberty.com for your biker news every morning as well as HooliganBiker.com to get some of my crazy thoughts. But until then, I'll talk to you later.